This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Mastering Menopause. Today, I'm really excited to talk about menopause and macros. And you've probably heard, and I know you've heard it from me, that you have to do things differently in menopause. But what does that mean? And you probably know firsthand that the things that you used to do just don't work anymore. And so one of the things that you can do differently is start tracking your macros. And a lot of women are very confused by this. They say, what what are macros anyways? And so it's, it's very simple. Macros are just what makes up your calories calories. Foods are made up of protein, carbs, and fats. And you can and you should definitely leverage those, especially when you are in menopause. This is going to help promote optimal health and hormones and also an optimal body composition. And so in terms of weight management, this is going to go beyond just counting calories. And so I used to think that you just ate until you hit a certain number and then you're done. So I know everybody's heard of 1200. I think for me, I calculated I should be eating like 1,300 calories. So I thought you just keep eating. And then when you get to 1,300 calories, you're done. And the problem with that is the makeup of those calories and not paying attention to how much protein are you getting in. It's very, very common to just fill in all those calories with carbs. It's way easy to fill in your calories with carbs. And it's a little bit more of a challenge to be hitting those protein goals. And I never once even thought about that. So so that is what macros is, is leveraging the, the different macros to your advantage. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And so it's it's important how you fill those calories in. And you can dictate how much fat you have on your body your energy levels, your libido, your mood, your digestion, all these issues that we start to notice as we're going through the stages of menopause, you can mitigate through the use of macros. So we can definitely increase your energy. We can decrease the body fat. We, we can increase your mood and digestion. We can decrease gas and bloating and any kind of constipation or you know other issues like that. We can increase the libido and decrease decrease those hot flashes in night sweats and also promote better sleep. So how do you get started? First of all, I want you to just keep it simple, right? Start tracking in an app. I use my fitness pal. You can use whatever you want, um, but that's what I use for our clients. And just start putting in the values. Just start putting in what you're having. Don't worry about the numbers yet. Just see where you are at and so that you know where to start from. And it's very common for women, especially to be hovering anywhere from like 50 grams of protein to 70 grams of protein and having uh, more carbs than anything. And so we're going to talk next about where the ideal macros should be. So this is going to get not too sciencey. I want to keep it simple, but I am going to give you the exact information that you need. So that is coming up. We are going to discuss why each macro is important and how to set up those macros for yourself to to thrive in menopause. I think this is a huge issue for women where we just don't feel like ourselves anymore and we don't know what to do and 
macros is one of those things that you can leverage for yourself. So the first thing, we talked about what are macros, right, which is your protein, your fats, and your carbs. So now we t- let's talk about how to set those up. And, you know, is there even such a thing as menopause macros? You bet there is. So the biggest mistake that I made when I was going through perimenopause was letting, you know, I wasn't tracking my macros exactly per se. I was more tracking just calories, but I was also letting my fitness pal set my macros and just assumed that 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 number that it came with was going to be what was ideal and it was not. So... You know, I, at first, I, you know, I have not always tracked macros. I'm kind of, you know, not super new, but it's only been for about five years. So I had heard about tracking macros. So I just did what anybody else would do, you know, download my fitness pal, you put in your information, and then you say like how much weight you want to lose. And then I just trusted that those were my numbers. I had no idea that 20% protein was too low and that 50% from carbs is, was too high. And this macro split is is just not going to be advantageous for women who are going through any of the stages in menopause. So to set up your macros, you're first going to need to calculate the maintenance macros for your body. That's your status quo. And so you can use my online calorie calculator. I'll link that into the show notes. You can use any calorie calculator. All right. So please just know that the calorie and macro recommendations are just an educated estimate based on the values that you input. This is not the be all end all, you know, for numbers. So don't hang your hat on the numbers, but it is a great place to start. So as far as setting up your macros, so first of all, you want to get that maintenance number. And then from there, we can talk about how to adjust that. So you're going to have to change the values in my fitness pal. So first thing that I usually do is I will start with fats. So I want to make sure that you are getting at least 25% of the calories in maintenance from fat. So you can go into my fitness pal and you you can just toggle it to 25% fat. I think it's around 30% is the default on that. So you want to be at least 25%, right? 30 actually may work. Once you do the numbers, you might kind of see. You do not want to go below 45 grams of fat. So if you put that to 12, I'm sorry, to 25% and it is below 45 grams of fat, then we have to bring that up. So so just make a mental note on that, that it should be over 45 grams at least. And the reason why we want to make sure that we are getting in the adequate amounts of fat is because fat is necessary for our brain health, for cognition. It's also necessary for digestion. It helps keep things moving along smoothly. And then also for your joints. You want to you want to make sure that you're mobile, especially as you know, that's one of the symptoms of menopause is just achy joints. And a lot of this is because we come from that fat-free craze where, you know, we shouldn't be eating fat. And I, I know I definitely followed this rule of thumb. So I never would have thought that you should be eating more fat by any means. So so definitely pay attention to making sure that you're getting at least 25% fat. It's probably going to be more advantageous for you to be at 30 to 35, but let's kind of see where the numbers are first. Make sure that it's at least 45 grams. 
All right, so the next thing from there is you want to set your protein. Now, I recommend one gram of protein per pound of body weight. And this it, this is going to be applied for most people. Now, some people, if you are um, 170 pounds or more, then let's go towards the, the lower end. Optimally, it would be one gram per pound of body weight. However, the range is 0.7 to one gram per pound of body weight. So if you are over 170, then you're going to want to lean a little bit on the lower end and try to strive for that one gram of protein per pound of body weight. But I do not recommend anybody having 170 grams of protein. That's hard to do. Like I personally do strive for that. I know how much protein that is. I have, you know, different goals. I'm more in a, like a muscle building phase, but for most, for most ladies, that's going to be just a lot of protein. So make sure that we're getting at least 0.7 and then the range is up to one gram per pound of body weight. And so set that into my fitness pal and then just toggle the numbers up till it reaches that. And then whatever's left, that's going to be your carbohydrates. So ultimately, this should look balanced. This should be anywhere from 30 to 35% protein, 30 to 35% carbs, and 30 to 35% fat, depending. And I know like a lot of ladies will say, that is just a lot of protein. And in reality, if we are getting in, say you're 150 pounds, so that would be 150 grams of protein, that's 600 calories. That's not a lot of protein by any means. So this is what, you know, when somebody's referencing balanced macros, that's just, that's what that means. And, you know, 600 grams, 600 calories from protein is not a lot. So that should be, you know, probably it's going to be like a third of your calories. So I, I know I do hear that a lot that it's, you know, that it's a lot, but um, it really isn't when you think about it that way. And so the reason why we want to leverage protein, and this is probably my, the most important for as far as menopause goes is it's, it's necessary for muscle growth, but not, not just for muscles, right? It's also for your bones. It's for your hair. It's for cell growth. Like there's so many things that protein does for your body. And when we leverage this, this macro, especially where women just aren't getting enough, you're going to see a change in your body composition. And that's going to be a favorable change in your body composition. So one of the benefits of protein is it is going to keep you feeling full and satisfied longer than a, you know how it goes, like when you have Chinese food, you, you're hungry an hour later. Protein is going to keep you full and satisfied longer. So it's going to work with the hormones ghrelin and leptin to keep you not only feeling full, but also satisfied for, for a longer time. And so that is an advantage advantage, especially if you are trying to change your body composition or lose weight in menopause. And that is a win, ladies. <laughs> you know, that is definitely a win. And it's such an easy thing to leverage. Honestly, once you once you start bringing in more protein, you're going to see, you're just going to feel full. You're not going to be feeling snackety later on in the evening. So that that is the win. And the last thing that we want to talk about is carbs. I know everybody's afraid to have carbs. Right? And maybe you see like, oh my gosh, look at all these carbs. But when 
you, carbs are necessary. We have to have that. This is our energy source. So the remainder of your calories are going to be coming from carbohydrates. And honestly, like I said before early, earlier, it should be 30 to 35% of your calories. And it is not to your advantage to follow a low carb diet or um, cutting, you know, cutting carbs severely in menopause. Ladies, we need our energy. And that's where the, the energy comes from those carbs. And also, it is your only source of fiber. You're not going to get fiber from fat or protein. So it's very necessary for your digestion and for your gut health. So especially, you know, these are things that are a complaint in menopause. So you definitely want to make sure that you are getting in, you know, a healthy amount of carbs to make sure that you are getting in at least 25 grams of fiber. And again, it's carbs isn't the reason that you're not losing weight in menopause. If you find that you're always hungry, you don't have any energy, your your joints are achy, your digestion is off, and you're having mood swings, then definitely check where your carbs are at and make sure that you have balanced out those those macros. So that being said, now we have your macros. Do not drive yourself crazy trying to be perfect, okay? This does not have to be perfect. It does not have to be exact. These numbers are just a range to shoot for. And as you get better at tracking, you can then start to kind of dial everything in. But that's not going to be your focus at the beginning. And you know, just be patient with it. It does take a little bit of time. Yes, you're you're logging some things in, but once my fitness pal starts to recognize, you, you will see that it's just going to be to be easier to log those foods. And you know, most importantly, just to start, just just start plugging things in and just see where you're at, and then you're going to know. Okay, I'm supposed to be getting this many grams of protein, but I'm only here. So now you'll start to recognize what do you need to change for yourself. So I hope this is helpful. Check back next week. I'm going to tell you how to get your macros to your goal. So whether that's a health or hormone optimization, maybe some fat loss, body recomp, or building muscle, how do you set your macros up for that, whatever your goal is. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week. 